They asked a little boy, they said, what is Father's Day like? He said, it's the same as Mother's Day, but you don't have to spend as much on a gift. <laughs> Amen. Uh, today, I'm going to uh, teach three principles. In terms of teaching, it will probably be one of the shortest messages that I've done in a long time. The three principles that I will be teaching are honor, teach, and train. Amen. Now, fathers, you've gotten a gift from the church. I have a gift for you also today. My gift to you is I'm going to ask your wife, the lady in your life, and kids to pray for you. Gift number one. No greater gift than that. I've been married 43 years. You know, I better get that right. And Marie's greatest gift to me has been prayer. I regularly have awakened in the wee wee hours of the morning because I feel something on my foot. And it will be her at the foot of the bed, on her knees, touching me, praying for me. No greater gift than that. Amen? She, and, and, some, and she's also done it when I was insensitive. Matter of fact, if I have been insensitive to her or in some way not acted right and I wake up and she praying at the foot of the bed, I go, is she praying for me or on me? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so ladies, I ask you to commit to praying for these fathers. And kids, I ask you to commit to praying for these fathers. My second gift today to fathers, is I'm asking all of the ladies to commit to meeting his number one need. The number one need in a father in a man's life is unconditional respect. Matter of fact, he needs that so that if you meet every other need, I said every other need, but don't meet his need for unconditional respect, none of the others matter. That even includes intimacy. When a woman disrespects a man, he will come to a place where he will not even want to be intimate with her because his number one need is unconditional respect. So give him the gift of unconditional respect. Don't listen to other people and follow the patterns of the world. Fathers need unconditional respect, especially in the world today, where men on television, in commercials, everywhere, fathers are painted as buffoons, imbeciles, incompetent, older children. No, 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 no. They need, and God tells us in the word, to honor them, to honor them. The Bible says, honor Honor uh, your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may be well with you. What's God saying? To honor, it, honor them. Give them unconditional respect. I told the ladies, the men, on Mother's Day, if you, for any reason, allow kids to disrespect their mother, your wife, for any reason, 
Shame on you as a man. You less than a man if you allow them to disrespect her. I'm saying to you ladies here today, if you disrespect, dishonor, don't lift up and encourage your kids to not honor their father unconditionally, shame on you. Shame on you. The Bible is clear. And then a lot of times women disrespect fathers, dishonor fathers, and then when the kids have some real problems, they don't have anybody they can go to to get help with them because they've dishonored the man so the kids don't respect him. Honor, 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 honor. Now, <clears throat> the word honor means to regard with great respect, esteem, and give recognition. To regard with great respect, esteem, and to give recognition. It's a shame that we live in a world today, even in a lot of Christian homes, where the animals are given more recognition, more esteem, and more respect than the fathers. It's a shame, and it's a choice. A friend of mine told, called me one day and told me that he wanted to commit murder. I said, man, who you want to kill? He said, I want to kill my wife, Kat. <laughs> I said, why you want to kill a cat? He said, I come home, it's like nothing and nobody walked in. He said, I don't get any exaltation, no respect, no recognition, no affirmation, nothing. He said, I'm just a mule that pays the bills. He said, a cat show up at the door. She opened the door. Hey, kitty. Come to mama. How was your day? Are you a good kitty? You having a good time? He said, I want to kill that doggone cat. But isn't it a shame that ladies can treat animals better than they treat fathers? Isn't it a shame that the dog can be treated like a man and the man be treated like a dog. The Bible says honor, honor. Every woman here wants to be a queen. Absolutely. Now watch this. In every situation, you, no woman can ever be queen without somebody being made king. So if you want to be the queen in your house, then make him king. Make him king. Not the buffoon, not the waif, not the dummy, but king. And there was a time in this country and in the culture when fathers were king. It was, it was, and even it was practical. How you make the man king practically? Well, you do what they used to do. The old homes and in the old families, the daddy, the father got the best piece of chicken. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 They made him king. He got the best seat. Amen. Amen. He controlled the remote. Amen. Amen. Now they want to treat them like they dogs or wastes or servants or slaves. Shame. The Bible says honor. Honor. And the person who can honor the father and set the tone for the kids and everybody is the lady in the house. Don't buy this worldly garbage. Funny story. 
said this lady bought a hamster. And after a few months, she realized that's a lot of work taking care of this hamster. The hamster's name was Danny. She said, you know what? I'm going to get rid of Danny. So she called all the kids together, and she said, look, I just want to tell y'all, Danny got to go. I'm going to get rid of Danny. One of the kids said, Mama, look, if he doesn't eat as much and isn't as messy, then can he stay? She said, no, Danny's got to go. The little boy said, oh, I thought you said daddy. <laughs> Amen? Listen, honor, honor, honor. Then teach. The Bible says this, and you must commit yourselves wholeheartedly to these commands that I'm giving you today. Repeat them again and again to your children. Talk about them when you are at home and when you are on the road, when you are going to bed, and when you are getting up. Fathers, teach. God's called you to be the teacher in the family. It chased me when I hear men say, I don't fool with that Bible stuff. I don't know much about religion. My wife into that. I'm not. The Lord say it's your responsibility. Not the pastor, not your wife, not the school. Your responsibility to teach your children. But you can't teach them what you don't know. That's why you need to be in Bible study. That's why you need to be in discipleship. There are tons of opportunities to, for men to learn here so they can teach their families. Monty, my security guy right here, got in the truck this morning and told me. He read a devotional where he realized it's his job to teach his kids and grandkids. His job. He said, so I got to know it so I can teach it to them. Yes, that's right. Now listen to me. You can never, ever, ever, ever be a good dad until you learn how to be a good man. If you don't know how to be a good man, you can never be a good father. The Bible shows you how to be a good man. And listen to me. Ignorance on the part of a father or a man is a sin when it's self-imposed. God wants you to teach. Now, there's a couple of things I want to encourage you to teach. Number one, as a father, teach your kids the power of prayer. They need to know that because they're going to live life and you won't always be around. How do you teach them the power of prayer? Ask them to pray for you. My kids can tell you when they were young and at my home, I would ask them in the morning, pray for me for certain things. Then I report back to them about what God did as a result of their prayers. What was I teaching? The power of prayer. And some guys still say, well, you know, I, I just I'm not good at public praying. You don't have to be good. You can say, child, pray for me. And they need to hear you pray. A prayer can be, Lord, help me. Teach them the power of prayer. Amen. Then teach them your unconditional love as a father. Nobody can teach your children your unconditional love for them but you. They need to know that you love them unconditionally. They need your touch. They need, as a father, your affirmation. And they are not going to get it by osmosis. Well, they know I'm here. Really? So you get a trophy for doing what's right? They need you to tell them, Daddy, love you. 
They need a hug. They need a kiss. They need affirmation. Move past being uncomfortable and let them know you love them unconditionally. That does more for them coming from the father than anybody else in the world. When my kids were young, I would leave a light on in front of the house and send them up to the front to turn it off. When they would come down the hall, I would be on my knees in the dark. They'd bump into me. I said, Shh, calm down. It's okay. It's daddy. I just want you to know that out of all the little boys in the world, if I had to pick, I would pick you. Love you. Give them a big hug. They need to know. They need your touch. Teach them your unconditional love. Then as a father, teach them to love their mother. <laughs> I'm going to say something crazy. Y'all ready? Teach them to love their mother if you don't. Because a lot of men going, well, I don't love her. Well, shame on you for that. But teach your kids to love their mother. She needs to teach them to honor you. Shame on her if she doesn't. And you need to teach them to love her. Shame on you if you don't. And I know we got all these gumbo, blended, step, non-step, all of this stuff, families. It doesn't matter. Teach them to love their mother. Amen? Amen. Then teach them, listen to me, the priority as a father and the power as a father of together. The priority and the power of together. Only you, the father, can do that. Daddy, keep the family together. Daddy, don't take no undivided stuff. Daddy, remind them you're family. Daddy, help them to see that together as a family unit with the Lord, anything is possible. It's up to you. In a world where people are split, divided, messed up families, fathers, God's giving you power with your love, with your unselfish actions. You can teach the principle of together. My third principle today is train. The Bible says this, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. Train, train, train. Not teach, but train. What do you need to train as a father? Number one, train them to work. Too many fathers aren't training their kids to work. Don't let mom or the culture or them or anybody stop you from training your children to work. You can't teach them to work. You got to train them. So, Bishop, how do you train them? I'm glad you asked that question. You work them. You work them. My kids, your pastor, and my kids, they would tell you, my boys, I would not allow them to touch the lawnmower to cut the grass on Saturdays before high noon. 12 o'clock. Marie said, you're a monster. I'm not a monster. I'm a good father because I refuse to raise lazy boys. I refuse to tell them the importance of work teaching and not train them so that when the sun come out, they don't, they don't want to do nothing. You got to train them to work. 
I trained the girls to work too. They would be upstairs. I yell for them to come downstairs and find my remote. It would be right there on my belly. Amen. Work them. Train them to work. It's on the Father. Train them to worship. Critical, 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 critical. Too many fathers don't train their kids for worship. How do you train kids for worship as a father? You make church a priority. You make it a value in your life. You go all the time. You train them by letting them see it's important to you. Now, said a little boy came to Sunday school late and told his Sunday school teacher, I'm sorry I'm late, but uh, my dad was deciding whether I should go fishing or go come to Sunday school. She said, well, I'm glad that uh, he decided you should come to Sunday school. Uh, that's more important. The little boy said, well, that's not how it happened. Said when he checked the bait, he only had bait for one, so he told me to come to church. <laughs> Isn't that how it goes? Men who send messages to their kids, go to church if you don't have another option. Go to church if the hobby isn't there this, this time. Son, we're going to go to church during the spring and the summer because it's not football season. You train them to worship. It's on you. Now let me show you how powerful this is when a father does it. When moms regularly attend church, 37% of the kids attend when they grow up sporadically. 37% sporadically when mom goes alone. Watch this. When the mom and the dad regularly attend church, 78% of kids go to church regularly when they grow up. Now watch this. When dad goes to church, whether mom goes or not, 84% of kids grow up and they go to church because they see how important it is to the dad. Your kid's opinion and value about God and the church is never shaped and rooted in the mom. It's always in the man. The Bible says this. Joshua says, as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. How do you train them to do that? By doing it. We will serve the Lord with our heads bowed. Father, thank you for this opportunity to see the power of love and sacrifice from a dad to his son. Thank you for your love and sacrifice for us. And now, Lord, we're convicted by the power of your Holy Spirit. I'm convicted. And I ask you to help us say yes to you. Help me today to be a better father, to be more selfless, to be willing more to lay down my life for my children. Help me, Lord, 
to be in touch with principles that bless the family and honor you. And Lord, I pray for men today. Pray for these fathers that they would, Lord, get equipped so they can teach. That they would get equipped so they could train. That they would say yes as they imagine their kids' future with a God, a father who loves them like this. We lift up today ladies who are here. Help them to imagine the peace, the contentment, the significance in their homes as they honor fathers. Help us today. Father, we thank you because you said eyes have not seen, nor ears heard, nor can we imagine for ourselves and our families the things that you have prepared for those of us who love you. So we say hallelujah to being fathers today. Hallelujah to what you can do in our lives by faith. Oh God, we bless you today. We love you. We exalt you in Jesus' name. And all God's children said, give God a hand. Amen.